Hey, this is the PP Dad, and in this video, it's going to be quite a mouthful. I'm going to be talking about a whole bunch of things, which basically, let me just go for it. Planning, Zigarning effect, inactionable steps, visualization, and Hamon breathing. You got the last one right. I do enjoy watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So, I mean, give me a like and a comment down beneath this video or podcast if you also enjoy that cartoon series. Okay, let's get right into it. So, I in the last couple of podcasts, I've talked about planning uh, quite a fair bit. And <clears throat> I've given you various exercises where you plan your short, medium, and long-term goals. I've given you exercises where you think of, and like a free association exercise, think of all the things that would contribute to a certain outcome that you want to do, and then to basically again, come up with another set of free association of things that can contribute to that and then to also put them into a sequence that you should do first, which will give you the best results for whatever you wish to accomplish. If you want to know more about that, look at my most recent podcast. It's all in there. Like uh, this exercise I just mentioned, I put it in detail in that previous podcast. But in this podcast, we're going to talk a little bit more briefly about each thing. Uh, I also want to make this a shorter podcast as well so that you guys can really action upon it and uh, have this to benefit you. Now, why is planning so effective and so important that you do it in the beginning of the day? Um, here's It's kind of like this. If you do this on a daily habit, what you will soon be able to manifest is that you will have a virtual checklist that literally drops down from the side of your field of vision as and when you want. You know, it's just like for those of you who use a Macintosh computer, a MacBook, and then if you use a three finger gesture where you swipe left or right with three fingers, or you swipe down or up with three fingers, a separate menu appears. And for those of you who use like an Android tablet, you may identify with this as well. And it's just like that. When you do all this planning exercises on a daily basis and you get so accustomed to doing things on a listing basis, you will have these lists mentally ingrained into you. Some of you never have had photographing memory. I assume that everyone has photographing memory. And the interesting thing is, with the things that I suggest that you do, and if you do them often enough, you will be able to see certain images. It's kind of like, you know, when you go to your Google Authenticator, you take a mental snapshot of the Authenticator six-digit password before you enter it into a different device. Because as you know, nowadays, so many device, so many uh, applications use the Google Authenticator, uh, like for an OTP, a one-time password login. And when you go to that Google Authenticator, you basically do a snapshot with your eyes and then some, sometimes it's interesting how that number remains so fresh in your brain and sometimes you know these numbers come to you by an sms because i mean for most of us in many different countries when we do banking operations or like tax operations we will need to enter some kind of otp that's sent to us by sms and that will come out by the bottom sorry by the top of the screen like a notification and then you know it's interesting how so many people, maybe even you, like when that number appears, even though nowadays Android has a very clever function where you can copy that pin and then paste it, you don't even need to because it's so much easier because with that mental snapshot, you know exactly what it is to enter. And you know, that's exactly what you can accomplish when you do planning on a very regular basis. But 
is not just about the planning, okay? There's more. The next thing I'm going to explain to you is about something called the Zigarnik effect. Zigarnik effect is a method or a cheat that can help people to pay attention to you more. All the people who write stories and movies, they know very well about the Zigarnik effect. And if there's one thing that you need to know if you want to write a good story or to write a short film or to help one of your kids with their year-end project which involves making a film, a student film, uh, it's about the Zigarnik effect. And the Zigarnik effect is one of those things that is like, I'll tell you later. Remind me to tell you later about this thing. Imagine if you went into a conversation and then you started to basically, you get, you get introduced to someone who you find kind of intriguing and then the more you want to find out you'd be like remember to tell this remember i'm kind of busy at this moment but remind me to tell you more about this afterward i promise i'll tell you about it and then and then it's it's like one of those things where you've been made a promise think about the last time you know like a spouse a friend a kid uh you know uh parent or, or maybe yeah maybe back then when you were a kid and a parent made you a promise that we're gonna go to the mall after this we're gonna go to the arcade after this but it never happened sometimes it could be that they genuinely forgot or it could be that they just got too busy or maybe you know in a very sad situation it was just one of those gimmicks to make you want to do a certain thing uh on their on that they wanted you to do without actually wanting to give you a reward but the unfortunate news is that you remembered that promise and this my friends is one example of the Zigarnik effect isn't it interesting how like when you watch a movie and you go to the Quora or Reddit and you want to find out more about that movie you want to read a synopsis about it and then and then uh, somewhere along the line they will say this post may contain spoilers or spoiler alert and a lot of people know that they would rather not, you know, look at the spoiler alert because if you know about what's going to happen in the end, it kind of, you know, defeats the whole purpose of going through the whole thing. Which also brings me back to a point when, you know, when I was studying, like I mentioned, I, I was an above average student for most of the time. And one of the things that I learned from some friends was that the beginning and the end of every chapter is the most important because at the end of every chapter it kind of summarizes you know what is most important okay and now <clears throat> i want to give you a live case ppe scenario recently i was putting together a ppe deal and uh there was one of the people that I connect with uh you know a woman that i highly respect because she does her business in a very structured approach and is extremely professional <clears throat> And uh, basically, I will also want to uh, attribute a lot of my personal growth to uh, like this particular person, and because I've it's been actually pushing me to get better and better in the offers that I have, and also in the way that I want to present the offers that I have on hand. So, if the offer is not interesting, you know, she would actually, uh, you know, just just you know maybe read and not respond or maybe she may read and give a fairly late response but it was when i finally found a very good deal and a very good source for a vaccine that was within the target price and we were going through the process i was arranging for other people that were were in the position to sell uh, this vaccine and 
basically we gone through a lot of process and there were a couple of things missing out we wanted the deal to move ahead because she had given her promises to people to have information about certain things about the vaccine by a certain time and so when she finally gone through many different routes and unable to get you know the right price the right lead time uh, and then when with this source that i brought forward she found out that the the double dose price was actually like she missed actually misheard that our price was higher before she realized that our double dose price was just you know barely dollar over maybe two dollar over the single dose price the best single dose price that she had and that was a total no-brainer and because it was also unfortunately the Chinese Golden Week. The Golden Week is one of the longest holidays in China outside of the Chinese New Year season where things have stopped for like weeks and months. Sorry, <laughs> days and weeks. Okay, days and weeks. Correction. Okay, now on the other hand, Golden Week is like a one week. I think it was like a Thursday to Thursday or a Friday to a Thursday kind of a thing. But effectively, it's like a whole week gone. And it made things very inefficient to get the uh, deal proposal quotation and, you know, etc. on time. And unfortunately, this had to put a situation where, you know, the, the, our China counterparts, they obviously wanted to give the information fast, but they also, they also conveniently forgot that it was the beginning of Golden Week. And that certain people may not be around the next day or the next the next working day, which happened to be a Monday. And so certain things were off schedule. But during this time, because it was off schedule for the first time, and it was something that was desperately wanted, because this would be the thing that could seal the offer that the end buyer was looking to buy. I mean, one of the countries wanted X amount of vaccine at a particular price. And this was the only source that could meet those demands and especially at a much better price and much better lead time instead of months basically in this in the process of just weeks this delivery could complete and when the detail couldn't come in on time you know like you know it was set a little bit too dangerously close in my opinion forgetting that the next day is public holiday and some people may be working and some are not certain things didn't come in on time and she was hopping on it uh, she was super on edge and for the first time in weeks of communication wow you know it's like this woman that i highly respect she contacted me uh, very briskly and even you know did an overseas call to me just to get some information in talk about the power of the zigarnik effect because when I got the information that she wanted, the missing pieces, then, you know, she basically was able to have that closure, go and present that deal. So I had some other people involved in this deal that connected me to the source. And they're wondering, you know, like, hey, PPE dad, what do you think about this client? Is, is she serious about this? Uh, did she just drop off? So I said, you know, the fact that she dropped off is that she got the information that she wanted and she finally presented this to the governments that needed this information. And the next thing that we do is sit, sit and wait. Because I, I can tell from that action, you know, that she wants this deal as much as we do. 
So this is really the cigar effect and this is how you can motivate <clears throat> the people that you're dealing with to stay on and be hooked for your response. Okay, or let's say it could be, you know, in a dating conversation, it could be in a business presentation. Isn't it interesting how some sales presenters, some of the best salesmen, um, there was a salesman that, that used to present for Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, and unfortunately, in an incident that re with regards to uh, taxation, uh, he, he kind of like took his own life. And, but that guy, he was a really good salesman. And unfortunately, at this point of time, I just cannot remember the, I just cannot remember the, the name uh, that, uh, I, I can't remember his name at this point. So I, I would probably, if I can remember that, I'll type it into the, the uh, description at a later time. But you know, what he did was that he would go into a presentation and he would set a couple of phrases down and I could give you also a, a link to a, a excellent NLP training video that I, I once shared with a couple of my close PPE buddies that how they could actually be a little bit more charismatic to the people that they speak to and you know kind of like frame or reframe the situation into one that could benefit them and help them get the deal rather than to come across as a spammy pushy person. So uh, how this would actually work is that, you know, when, when the beginning of that conversation, when he goes in, he, he, would, he would be kind of like, you know, today uh, I would not be, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to run it by you that at the end of this presentation, I, I might actually be quoting you a price. And, and this may be high for some of you, but at the same time, you know, who knows, it could be worth it. It could be something that you're looking for. <laughs> so it's brilliant because, you know, at the end of this presentation, I have something for you that you could possibly be very, very interested in. And, and you know, it could cost a fair bit of money. And frankly, you know, you may even regard it as expensive. But at the same time, depending on where you are in your life, this could be something that's extremely worth it for you and what you've been searching for. And the benefits could far outweigh. But again, you know, like, just don't take my word for it, but listen to what I'm about to share with you. And along the way, if, if you wish to, if you find that this is not your thing, you, you're, you're certainly free to leave and to go on and do something more productive. But if this is what you're looking for, you know, you could actually stay on and find out because if you're really interested, we definitely don't want to have a certain person lose out on such a huge opportunity and we'll find some way that it can work out for you. And you know, the interesting thing is that when he says that, people get hooked. <laughs> And on top of that, um, you know, th there, there are a couple more things, but I, I think I don't want to just uh, tangent off into NLP, just, but go into the other video that I'll mention in the video description or let's say the podcast description and check it out. Okay, it's, it's awesome post. I can't remember what it is. Now, I want to go on to Nick's point. Okay, Nick's point is inactionable steps. So inactionable steps is kind of previously like the previous point. And you know, doesn't it doesn't it irritate you when you have inactionable steps? Every day, for every goal that you set, in my, according to my previous exercises, so check out my previous podcast so you know exactly uh, what I've previously taught in those trainings. And so that if you find that you're going to be missing out something here, you definitely want to check out those. Then you can come back, apply this fully, okay? Because 
everything, every podcast that I do, I love to give some kind of an exercise. And some of you already look forward to these exercises that I give. Today's exercise is not going to be very difficult, but uh, it's, it's really like a combination of the, the past couple of podcasts. So you really want to take the time to go through those as well. If you find it useful, of course. Now, in actual steps, it's like, and how does this tie with the garnet effect? Because imagine, like, for a certain outcome that you want in life, okay, well, it could be a million dollars, it could be $10 million, it could be, you know, landing a super big deal. It could be, uh, <laughs> I just want to come across a, a funny, a funny straight thought. It's about the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And, you know, like, I, I, I saw, uh, I, I saw how there were these memes online. It says like, you know, uh, crypto for wife changing income or like PPE for wife changing income. And when I looked at that, I just laughed because, <laughs> okay. I mean, that could be some people's goals. Some people could be a very unhappy place in life. And, uh, you know, like whatever you're doing right now could be whatever you're working on right now could be a solution to that. And in the process of doing so, like when you do the free association exercise that I mentioned, the free association exercise, and plan out a couple of things that, I mean, just associate that you can possibly help you in this process. And then, you know, suddenly you list out uh, a couple of, you know, execution steps and then you prioritize them. And then when you realize that all this will take you to that most desired outcome that you cannot get to yet until you've been through all these things. And then you're like, oh, damn it, you know, damn it, I need to get this done, I need to get this done, I need to get this done. And that creates the Zagarnik effect. There was a book by uh, Esther and Abraham Hicks called Ask and It Shall Be Given. And it's the topic itself. You know, to be honest with you, I have that book. But I read less than 10% of that book. And I would think that the irony of that, that, that book is that, and one of the big mistakes of that book, ironically, is that they gave away too much on their cover and on the back cover of the book such that I didn't really want to read the rest of it seriously. I just, I just felt that it was like a ramble. <laughs> uh, once again, how many of you ever, ever come across books that, that were done in that, that way where there's nothing really to keep you riveted to it because they didn't use a Zygarnik effect. You just saw the front cover, back cover, and then boom, you know, it don't really feel like reading what's in between because it's, you know, you're, you're never supposed to put... You, the back cover of the novel is supposed to be what makes you want to go through the novel. It's not supposed to tell you what the whole novel is about. Because if it told you what the whole novel is about, then what's the point of reading it, right? It's like, if you go into the movie, imdb.com, it tells you in a few lines what a certain movie is about, but it never tells you what the story actually is. You have to go to Wikipedia for, for a synopsis of the whole story. Um, and and that's, that's, you know, that's the Garnet effect once again. So we want to keep it very inactionable because when it's inactionable, you will go through the steps. And... And then it kind of sticks out so prominently like a visual dashboard in the side of your brain that you can slide out by, by gesturing three fingers from the right to the left or from the top to the bottom. And you see this list that you need to do. It's like, oh, damn it. I got this thing to done left to do. If I don't do it today, I got to get it done tomorrow. If I don't get it done tomorrow, I'm not going to have this. I could get better get that done. And, and the interesting thing is that once you have this kind of mindset, like today, uh, interestingly enough, uh, a friend of mine asked me about <clears throat> the uh, the cranberry deal commission structure and how to understand the commission uh, scheme for cranberry deals and let's say ansel deals so um, interestingly enough 
it had been on my daily targets list in Simpleology. I mean, that system that I've been mentioning a couple of times. So, I mean, the links, I'm not going to bore you the details, but the link is there if you want to click on it. So, I have my list, my action list, and it's been my action list to uh, put a new blog post about cranberry deals and, you know, some of the awesome deals out there that have performance bonds tied to it. So, it, it, it makes it a total no-brainer. So, some people worry that they cannot get stock ball performance bond right there. So, what do you have to lose? You know, if the if the seller can't deliver, you get you get two percent free. <laughs> Such a good deal, isn't it? Now, about the the uh, about that cranberry deal thing, I, I I wrote it in my in my daily targets. It's been a couple of days sitting there now, and I was like, you know, damn it, I've just been so busy these couple of days. And I've been doing all the other more more important things and and the more high impact things, but I never could bring myself down to write this post until today. He he wanted to uh, he wanted an explanation because he got in contact with a you know a, a end buyer for for a deal and never before has he been has he been this close to the end buyer and the chance of getting this deal done is very good and he wanted to find out about the uh, commission structure and so I previously mentioned you know in in a couple of lines they were kind of informal and I talked about like. Oh, how some sometimes these these buyers, you know, when they put when you put put their wife as a company and they want to be the mandate, it's just like double dipping, right? So I he says, you know, could you please explain that again without mentioning the double dipping part because it may offend. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, sure, I'm gonna put this into uh, I I'm gonna put this in proper wording for you. And as I wrote it, I was like, hey, it's perfect, you know. I can just give a better answer and, and repurpose this as my blog post as well. And I was like, you know, well, to nail two things in one. And then, yay, it's like, so that thing has been the inactionable step that I had finally could do. And, and uh, I could finally strike out one thing, okay? And visualization, well, uh, this whole time, I've been training you to visualize. The more aware of the things that you want, the more you will visualize and when you do and it's it's becomes a habit and i forgot to mention about the asset is given book the start and end of the book basically had one phrase that caught me and it was like you know if you think about something for six seconds it's a conscious thought and if you think about it for 60 seconds it becomes a deliberate intention or something like that. And if you think about it for like six minutes, it gets cast into your brain, it's hotwired into your neural system, something like that. But okay, if you want to find out the the whole the whole thing, go look at the back cover of that book, uh, Ask and It Is Given by Esther Hicks and Abraham Hicks. They're one of the couples featured in the movie The Secret by John Proctor. So uh, really, really good movie for that one. And this was also a really good concept, which... I kind of uh, unfortunately didn't want to go through 90% of the book because it just couldn't hold my interest well enough. <clears throat> now, visualization and hamon, hamon breathing. You must be thinking like, am I serious? And, and I know some of you probably were like, you know, what hamon breathing got to do with this whole thing? And, you know, that's like a concept of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. And how could that even be a powerful concept in this, in this, uh, you know, uh, this podcast? Well, it's kind of like this. I figured that 
the short medium goals long-term goals and the personal one magical minute exercise i mentioned this before okay so i can't i can't remember which podcast specifically but it's one of the exercises that i did inside of the simpleology the one magical minute i do this twice a day and basically involves me like uh listing out what i really really want and uh, a couple of people that that are my key influencers in my life and how accomplish how accomplishing these uh, this thing would benefit this all these people and what are some of the backward steps that i can take to achieving it so i look at this every day uh, i have it mapped out and i with that i i also brainstorm and free associate the stuff on a daily basis i, I play some uh nice focus music at the same time my favorite track is halcyon on on and on by orbital and this is one of the the ost tracks original soundtrack for hackers movie okay and when i do this on a daily basis i i kind of like you know i along the way i realized that i was not congruent with some of the ideas that i listed out and for some of you who have been diligently practicing the exercises that i've given so far you know i want i i can't express how much i deeply appreciate your dedication to improving yourself and you know really give yourself a pat on your back right now you really deserve it and from the bottom of my heart i appreciate your sincerity in improving yourself and you know for that uh if you've been doing it seriously and and committedly do give me a comment beneath this blog post or or video or you know whether it's spotify or anchor just give me a, a comment over there as well <clears throat> really appreciate it now after some time when i did all these visualizations i realized that it became hard for me to to do this activity the one magical minute on a daily basis because i was like you know i don't resonate so much with the things i wrote there like 2 3 weeks back anymore why because along the way sometimes you know the end the, the destination may re- the the end outcome may remain the same but the methods may change or perhaps the path may change but the outcome remains the same. So for some of you feel free to change that planning that you've given yourself. Okay? If if you might thought something similar to me, then feel free to modify it and make it relevant. I don't recommend that you do this on a daily basis and you shouldn't have to do this on a daily basis, but let's say, you know, every 2 weeks, 3 weeks a month, this makes sense. You want to relook at these goals and actually modify them. because sometimes a certain thing may not be valid anymore as you guys know i've also been very active in yield farming but as of late there have not been that many yield farming projects that have been coming up but on the other hand like i've been getting very good success in uh you know some forex bot trading which is made for like gold which is xaUUSD you know it's like well that's interesting i can continue getting my daily gains from here it's one of the side hustles that i do anyway now that's important because uh And one of the things I also I also um sorry <laughs> let me rewind like 30 seconds back there and I want to talk about like <clears throat> in visualization when you do all these goals it's also very important to have like a vision board how could I possibly forget to have a vision board so google vision board and there are ways that you can do an online visual board as well it's it's nothing very different from like a screen saver and as a matter of fact it's a perfect thing to put in your computer desk uh desk desktop like you know you could do a on, you go to photopia.com photopia p h o t o p e a 
photopia.com and do uh, a collage that is the resolution of your screen size. So probably that's 1600 by 1200, something like that. Or, you know, it could be 2880 by 12880. I'm not sure about your screen, but basically check your monitor and see what your resolution is. And, uh, you know, basically do a canvas of that site. Or you can even go to canva.com and uh, upload images. Uh, you can either use yeah, Photopea or canva.com and upload these images onto the canvas and download it and this will now be your desktop uh, that you can see. So on a daily basis, when you're doing, uh, like maybe before or after you go through the one magical minute, you can actually look at this picture or you can even print it out and put it on your, somewhere you can see on your fridge or, or, or something. Again, you want to, from time to time, you want to redo that. So it was time for me to redo mine last night. And I've been, because I've been losing weight, uh, doing like surf skating and like doing hula hoop as well. Um, I've been in a constant state of metabolism and when you're constantly in a high fat burning stage, the, um, the downside to that is that you may experience that you are more prone to like uh, sniffing symptoms. Like uh, it's kind of like you have, you have like nose irritation or like a little bit of a cold, like an allergy. Uh, you have a runny nose. <clears throat> So basically, those are the times that you typically need to do either, you know, watch what you're eating. Are you eating enough? Are you supplementing enough? Uh, but but for me, interesting enough, when I did that visualization exercise, I did, you know, the what I, I was so used to, I, because I had my favorite music on, the Halcyon On and On by Orbital. And then as I did the exercise, and I was looking at the images, and I was just getting engrossed into it, and at that point of time, when I finished revising my vision board, lo and behold, my blocked nose was gone for yesterday. I mean, right now, it's actually back again. But even the last couple of seconds, I'm not sure if you realized, maybe a little bit of a voice change. Because at the back of my nostril, somehow, something that was like, you know, a membrane or something that was like, like clammed up together with a mucus. I don't know how, but it just dilated. When I was just visualizing as I was talking about it, I was thinking about how I was redoing my vision board, looking at the images that I saw and how it is already so ingrained into my, my brain that just thinking about it could summon up you know, the images, maybe not 100%, but you know, it's kind of like I can summon it up with a certain stage of transparency to it. And that, you know, helped me to clear my nose up in those last few seconds, all right? And if I possibly, you know, think about, hey, that shouldn't have happened. And in the next couple of seconds, it might come back, psychosomatic, right? But that the reason why that happened is because the way you breathe gives you energy. When you breathe and oxygenate your body, when you're relaxed, the way you breathe when you're relaxed versus when you're in a stage of fight or flight, when you're in a stage that you're concerned about something, you're worried, you're not going to breathe the same way. It's interesting. See, look, I, my, I, my nose is getting congested again because the word of worried just brought up 
like a fight or flight response. And I, okay, I, I, I've been a lot of self-development, so I become quite attuned to these things. I, I become quite attuned to, um, you know, like how linguistic can actually make a difference. I would like you to just try that out at the same time as well. When you think of a time that you were very worried, how were you breathing? Did you have shorter breaths? Were your, were your exhalations deeper than your inhalations? Was there an imbalance in your breathing that bit by bit it was causing you to feel faint versus when you, a time when you relaxed in your favorite spot and doing the things that you enjoy most? Just stretching out on the couch with your favorite music, vegging out to Netflix. Not even a thriller, but to a few good comedy or even like a romantic flick that reminded you of some of the people that you truly value in your life. And it could be someone that, someone that you want to marry, you want to date, or it could be like, you know, a, a long lost, like, you know, first crush kind of thing. And you wonder how a certain person is doing. And out of curiosity, you know, you may even, you know, want to look into some, 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 you know, like on, on Facebook, on Instagram, how this person is doing. And you see that they're, they're well and happy and then you just feel warm in your heart. And at that very moment, you, have, you, you feel better. Isn't it interesting? It's like some, how, how movies can affect us sometimes. It's to do with a couple of things. The storyline. Does it inspire? Most movies inspire. It's sometimes, you know, at the end of a very stressful week, like last week, I had a fairly stressful week. I was expecting a couple of things to happen by Friday. It didn't happen. And by, by Friday evening, I was agitated. I took my kids to a movie. The movie you watched was Free Guy. And when, when I, after I watched the movie, I realized how relaxed I'd become to just like, you know, two hours ago when I was in a state of agitation. <clears throat> and isn't it interesting how movies and changes, because like say the storyline, the, the, visual, the visuals, it immerses us into their world, the music, the background. It is uplifting. And these things, you know, change the way we breathe. Sometimes makes us hold the oxygen in longer time to oxygenate our cells. There's a breathing method that you can read up, which I've, I've actually uh, received some small training in. It's called Wim Hof breathing. I also did the ice, um, the ice jacuzzi challenge, where a, a full jacuzzi tub of ice cubes uh, I mean, a chocolate was full of ice cubes and I went in for like 10 minutes and I didn't freeze and I didn't, and I didn't go pale and I was sweating and it's Wim Hof breathing and it's similar to Hamon breathing because, well, you may not be able to, to heal yourself within instant, but you can actually make yourself feel a lot better because with the right breathing technique, with the right things going in your mind that help you breathe in the right way, you can drastically improve your health. It wouldn't even be a far stretch to say you could go from fat to fit just by changes in your breathing because when your body is getting the right amount of oxygen, it can actually burn more fuel. It's just like cars. If the air intake for a 
tune-up car is not adjusted to match the rest of the modifications like for me for my car i just had new set of uh, high pressure fuel pump and uh, fuel injectors they were higher performance if i didn't have the airflow to match it would be pointless the tuner will not be able to extract additional performance out from it and it's the same thing interesting isn't it how simply like even in a cold room like my, my wife likes to turn the air conditioning to a very low temperature and on those days that i've had a hard workout sometimes if i've also been through a couple of like stressful conversations or negotiations and i'm not breathing the right way and i actually start to feel myself sniffing but just by doing activities thinking the right thoughts it's actually very easy to decongest your breathing decongest your nose and breathe well and it's interesting how i've actually done this a couple of times in this podcast alone i'm actually a person with like childhood sinus and interestingly enough i found out that wim hof breathing which could be what the Hamon breathing in Joe's adventure is based on is actually you know it's it's it it does it you know uh it does affect in many ways so uh yeah do do check that out um and you know what at this point of time you probably see me rambling on and that's because i finished the whole list of things i wanted to cover so i want to thank you all for coming into this podcast uh or video that i talked about planning the zygarnik effect inactionable steps visualization and hamon breathing and you know i hope that this podcast has been able to help you i've mentioned a couple of useful things in this podcast and it's probably worth your time to listen to it once again but okay i i know a lot of you who come to my podcast you perhaps also are a ppe broker or maybe you're on my youtube channel because i do other things about trading and and all that and well it is interesting because if you are also a pp broker then you definitely want to take advantage of all these planning tips that i've gave i've given and uh the last couple of podcasts as well and if you're investing in cryptocurrency and you are you are let's say you're trading in forex and other financial derivatives then breathing is extremely good and if I could just go one more one more topic in this podcast, I want to talk about the power of facing up to things. A lot of people live their life escaping stuff. And to be honest with you, I used to be one of those people too. Sometimes, you know, like it could be a promise that I broke. I was not able to do a certain thing by a certain time. But and because of that, made me not want to face certain group of people or certain person uh, or go to a certain place out of that embarrassment but the interesting thing is this what if the reality is not what you thought it to be what if people were a lot more forgiving than you expected what if reality was a lot kinder what if this world is better than what you think and when you find that out wouldn't that change you i know some of you have been in situations where maybe you said the wrong thing in a message in a fit of anger or perhaps like you know you haven't thought to thought through something very completely and you kind of committed to a certain thing and 
you were just thinking that the backlash would be something that you wouldn't want to receive. But you know what? Open that message, open that email, press play on that voice message. Interestingly, sometimes it's actually good. And you know what? Not just sometimes, but most of the time, it's a good thing. Like there's been this buyer that I had for PPE product and there was a supplier that couldn't deliver on time. And on top of that, supplier is like, you know, in a stage of bad liquidity due to different complicated frustrated deals. I kind of figured that the buyer, you know, would, would be, you know, would want to update on the situation, but there's no good update. And then here I see a five minute voice message. Interesting thing is this, I, I've, I had a other, a few other, no, many other good experiences where I decided to just face up to reality. Just play the damn message. Lo and behold, okay, this guy gave me the steps that I needed to do. I felt I let him down, that I couldn't do a better job. And I felt that possibly, you know, I had to put up with five minutes of whining, complaining, whatever. But no, it was completely different. He told me exactly what I could do to help. And, you know, he also made me another offer. And on top of another offer, he also gave me another opportunity to do. And, well, I, I was like super thankful. So a lot of things are better than you expect. And especially for a trader, sometimes you never know when the pumps will happen. Sometimes you're like, oh, I can't look. <clears throat> it could be something that you've been hodling for quite some time, but didn't get to the target price. And then you see everything else going down in the market. But who knows? Maybe that one thing that you're holding could be Solana and amidst all the sell-off is actually rising in, in the opposite is going the opposite direction of every other pair during a huge sell-off like how it did in the time when BDC was down from 40 something back down to 30 something thousand but Solana was going from like 160 all the way to 200 or something the total opposite <clears throat> life is full of surprises and I strongly believe in abundance and I believe that life is inspiring. Seriously, life is inspiring. So give life a shot. Give the people that you're in contact with a shot. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Also kind of like people who trade using algorithms. And sometimes they think the algorithm will fail, but no, it does not. It does better than you expect. Some people believe all the FUD in the news and they're worried if they're the only crazy person that will be punished for holding on when everyone is in a fire sale. No, where everyone is like, you know, selling like crazy. Lo and behold, a certain news comes out. The market turns bullish in an instant. The people who have sold cannot get back in fast enough. And suddenly you're sitting on 25% profit. The world is full of surprises. And the most interesting thing is that if you do the exercise that I've been, been talking about, you will synchronize yourself with abundance. You will synchronize yourself with success. You will synchronize yourself 
with the things that will make you better and become better. This is the PP that um, signing out uh, before I actually lose my voice. So it's interesting. Like I'm not getting nasal clot right now, but I'm actually running low on voice. So thanks for listening in once again and look forward to my next podcast. Like and subscribe and also share this if it's helped you.